right, welcome everybody to the Down of the City reboot officially. I'm here with our first guest, very special, Jordan Childs. How we doing? Pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. Sun's out. It's beautiful. Fiji water, you know. Yeah, (laughs) I can't. I can't complain. You know, Fiji your go-to water. Uh, yeah, you know, when I can afford it, you know what I mean? Word, word. Yeah. If you were to rank plastic bottle, like, waters, how would you rank your top three? Uh, Fiji, Avion, and that's it. I wouldn't rank Really? One. You wouldn't yeah. even put smart water in top three? I like smart water sometimes because they, they do the art in the background there, but... Right, right. No, Avion and... F- Fiji or my, my right, as long as you didn't sure. say Dasani, I might have had to kick you. Oh out. no no yeah, you <laughs> kick me out if I said that. Didn't even come in my mind. Oh yeah. man, yeah, it's good to have you on, man. You're looking fresh. Thank you, man. You're looking yeah, good yeah. as always. Second time meeting you, it's an honor. Yeah yeah, it's um, uh, it's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never done this before. I've never talked on like a podcast or anything like that. But um, I'm excited to like dive deep into like what it's like to be an artist you yeah. know what i mean and like how i like became an artist and stuff like that well yeah man i mean for the first episode we're not just gonna bring on anybody your jordan childs just sounds like a famous person yeah. like the name <laughs> just flows off like you sound like a famous yeah. person but your ottawa i just want to kick it off the bat so people <clears> know why we have you yeah. on here but your ottawa like and faces magazines visual artist of the year for 2021 yes sir first yeah. off right off the bat how does that feel it felt really honor? good you know i moved back to the city from toronto and I was here for like a couple months and that award came out and I got nominated. I don't know who nominated me, uh, but when I did, I like, I went with that. I was like, this is sick, you know, I'm going to promote it. Um, and like people just voted for me. I'm super thankful for that. And like when I won the award, it was like, wow, I can actually be an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when I actually decided to do it full time. So that award point. like turned my mind around, you know? Because I came from design school and like at design school, you're taught to like, that's where you make your money and you can do art on the side, you know, Mm. Uh, it's a creative thing, but you kind of like give up a lot as an artist being a designer. So yeah, uh, when I won that award, it felt pretty good. Yeah. You mentioned when you moved back from Toronto because you're Ottawa born and you've been doing art for a while now, obviously through school and all that, but you're new to the Ottawa art scene. I am. So how somewhat. does that make sense? <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely am new to the Ottawa art scene. Like I went to Canterbury High School. I did art there. Which is like an art specific high school. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you had to apply with like a a portfolio and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm still new to the Ottawa art scene, yeah. you know, like I'm a, a freshman, I guess, you know. <laughs> so how does that feel like first year back in Ottawa, you already winning awards? Like that's crazy. Uh, it felt pretty good. You know, it felt like this is the city I'm supposed to be in. You know what I mean? Like it felt like this is my hometown and I got to like, you know, represent it in that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, when I came back, I was blown away by the culture that was here. Cause when I left Ottawa, there was nothing to do. Right. In the sense of like a young artist, you know what I mean? I moved to Toronto. Like I did my art on the streets and stuff and that was great and all, but when I moved back, there was like this culture of like welcomeness and like, yeah. It was yeah. Weird. I noticed the same thing too. Cause we're, we're pretty fresh, like in the game here too, like for our respective like industry. But, yep. um, I noticed that too. Like people say like in the past, like auto was a very like dry city. And then yeah. now <laughs> there's all these people in the creative spaces. Like for us, it's like podcasting. Like we do stuff like in the music, like industry and stuff like that too. But like everyone's just so welcoming to us. And yeah, like, man. please come in the city <laughs> and like yeah. create with us and stuff like that. So it's cool to hear that because you went to Toronto for school, yeah, university, and then you bring it back and you're saying that the culture here is what shook you the most. But you'd almost think that like the culture, like art culture specifically in Toronto would almost be better. Like what's the biggest difference you find? You have to be famous to make it in Toronto. I think you have to have that social connection. And like I had somewhat of a social connection, but like right away, like I was like, cut because like i'm not from toronto if you know what i mean wow so it's like kind of like a click thing yeah like you know like they'd be like oh you're from ottawa like i see why you moved here you know but like my buddy he's lived here all his life i'm gonna represent him more you know what i mean uh with the galleries especially Hmm. uh i tried getting into galleries in uh toronto and stuff and like they they take on locals rather than like ottawa artists or hamilton you know what i mean it's very city pride thing. It is. And I, I respect that. You know what I mean? Like Ottawa's sick and like 
as soon as I moved back, like it kind of blew up. You know what I mean? And like, I think that's because this is where I'm from. Right. It you just know? feels right creating here. Feels right. And there's actually a culture here now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's building up too. Yeah. It's building up super fast. Like I feel like we're kind of like the base of like what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. Just the foundation of it all. Yeah, exactly. Like so, there's, there's classic artists in like Ottawa, like fall down G like he's sick, you know, yeah, like yeah, his stuff's his style, his style is amazing. And there's, there's a lot of artists in Ottawa already, but I feel like the culture is really starting to grow now. Mm-hmm. So like, where, where do you see it going? I see it going in like a very street direction. Um, obviously there's uh, the government involved and stuff. Um, it's tough to say where culture is, how it's going to grow. Right. Do you like, um, like, how do you see yourself kind of fitting into the art scene? Cause like, first off, like what kind of, if you're to describe your style of art, how would you explain it to everybody? That's tough. You know, like obviously a lot of my art's inspired by different artists like Keith Haring, uh, Timothy Goodman. He's a New York artist. Um, Mr. Doodle, obviously, you know, like, do you know these artists? No. Okay, so, like, they're very similar, but, like, I take it on to a different level by, like, making it flow. My art's all about flow, and it's not just positive. I think that's a big difference between everyone. Every artist tries to focus on positive things, but it's important to, like, realize the bad times so you can appreciate the good times. You know what I mean? Mm, It's important to learn from those things and grow from it. And I'm trying to apply that into my art, too. Do you think it's easier for people to connect to an art piece that has, like, negative connotations behind it rather than positive ones? And not so, like, harsh negative, but I think, like, talking about anxiety, because my my art's a lot of words, right? And when I put, like, anxiety or, like, depression or anything like that, I put positive words in my art, too. Mm -hmm. But I think when I put that in, people connect to it better because it's real. Yeah. Uh, You know, like... Some days you wake up and it's not like the best day, you know? So you said a lot of your art's words, which is really interesting because (coughs) you take something. (laughs) If you can read them. (laughs) (laughs) You take something super boring in text and make it this really unique, like graffiti style art. Um, For people watching this, we'll throw up some visuals of some art you have. But yeah, like how, like why, why do you base your stuff around text? I think that's my graphic design background. Uh, as a graphic designer, like this is where I like develop my style. I learned how to like visually express text, and that was like my biggest like emphasis in school is like learn how to express something so simple, you know. And then when I learned that, I pushed it even further and used my artistic background, and then it just blew up from there. Right. Yeah. So like where do these words come from? Like, where do you draw this inspiration from? Uh, when I first started it, uh, it all came from like when I was in university, right? Uh, yeah, it, it all came from university, like being on the subway in Toronto, um, things like that. Like I take a lot of things from my surroundings like this, for example, right now, what we're doing, this will apply into a piece one day. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice. Just see my name in a piece. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Racco. <laughs> you know? like, But it will in, in a subconscious way. Like, uh, I take things and it, I store it into my mind. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. But then I apply it onto the canvas and it's like I empty my, like, brain. You know? I pour right. my brain onto the canvas. I love it's hearing, It's hard to like, explain. <laughs> no, I like that, though, man. Because I love hearing, like, whether it be, like, artists or just other creatives kind of express where this comes from and like lots of people in the creative realm you know whether it be like artists like yourself musicians comedy whatever everyone that is doing it it started as an outlet for them yeah so like for you was there like a moment in your life where you used like art as an outlet and then it kind of really changed you into like wow i can really do this for real you know it's funny like art is an outlet in a way um I find my art came from like just learning how to be a graphic designer and then like making like my art comes a lot from music as well. So my first project and my first like, uh, what's the word breakthrough to what my style is was the life of Pablo album Mm. from Kanye. And my project in school was to express that on one sheet of paper, the whole album, all the words. 
Interesting. You know, so I took a micron pen and I just did it. And like, I think it was more from a skill point and now it's expressive. I'm learning how to make it expressive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because as a graphic designer, you have grids and you have like structure and there's reason behind it. And in art, sometimes you just do it because you want to. You know what I mean? So it's finding that balance, I think. So do you like structure or do you just like having your way with it and breaking some rules and like... I like both. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like both. I was definitely known as a designer that like broke rules and like did things differently because of my artistic background. And then that kind of applied to my style. And then like I broke all the rules with typography. You know, mm. I stretched it. I, I melted it. You know what I mean? Like I tried different things. It's weird because people that would like only understand <coughs> that rules are people that are like in it like you and like yeah. other artists were like casual like people like me that just see it like oh that's dope that's all that matters is that it's dope yeah yeah and that's like the goal right as uh any creative is like you want people to think that's cool you know or like nice yeah. or relatable in some way um but yeah it all started from there and then i did a piece every night uh 24 by 36 canvas every night yeah so and then you do a lot of like it's like yeah like you do canvases you do stickers <clears throat> yeah which you gave me one which is sick it's a crusty yeah. the clown sticker and he's like got like you made like the words look like tattoos on his face yeah. it looks sick um and i like with that too because you take like innocent characters like mickey mouse or yeah. not mickey mouse or uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah mickey, mickey mouse, mouse bugs donald, Bunny, duck. donald yeah. duck and you pimp them out <laughs> yeah yeah them. you know and like i give them full swag pretty much um that's kind of new to me actually that uh, all that like pop art and that stuff yeah and i'm really rolling with it now like it, people love it it's relatable and i can still apply like some kind of like creative aspect to it you know right, what i mean right when i first started out it was just black and white on a canvas right just yeah. sharpie yeah and just random stuff yeah. you know and then- but as an artist you have to learn how to focus into your audience and what i think that's that? so like as an artist, you got to like learn how to like make your art relatable to the, your audience. So as an, um, like when I used to create, I just made it for myself. You know what I mean? And again, pulling my design skills from that is it's marketing, right? So that crusty, the clown, I made that cause it's relatable. And then I made it even like at a higher level with the tattoos. And right. Everything, right. You know? So do you find a balance between that or you just lean heavy towards the audience because it is important to create what you just fuck with as well well yeah and i love the simpsons you know what i mean fair, like fair i do create for myself still but i've learned how to refine it so people relate to it mm. i feel like a lot of people have a hard time doing that just trying to like isolate yeah. what it is their audience is looking for and then just really trying to shoot that, stuff like it, that off towards them you know it took me like four years you know what i mean like if i put it in that perspective like uh i did my first gallery show in toronto and like it was relatable but not really because it was all my words it was everything that like came out of my mind right everybody's different in their own way Mm -hmm. as soon as i was like what's your name what's your life story and i applied that to a canvas people were like wow you know what i mean because your brain can be on that canvas now yeah you know what i mean do you do uh so like do you do stuff like that people walk down the street yeah you hit them up and you're like yo what's up then let me draw something for you quick of course yeah that honestly that's my favorite thing um i learned that in toronto too i used to draw on the subway cars and people would watch me because my style is kind of different right it's like what is this guy doing you know he's not drawing like a portrait of someone not caricatures on the side of the street yeah no and i'd be like oh this is like word art and then they're like what there's these are words and then they read the words and they're like wow you know and then i connect to them and i ask them like what's your life story how can i apply this to this art you know do you find that tough to do to kind of put someone else's life into an art form i love it no i don't find it tough at all no i love that i love that i have that ability to like make someone like happy by showing their life on a canvas you know what i mean so that's kind of how you started off was just street art yeah and then now you're kind of evolving into we just mentioned the stickers and obviously do canvas art but you do some really cool stuff i've seen on your instagram you've been doing stuff in car garages car hoods that's the new thing now that's crazy uh yeah so my first mural ever with spray paint was um 
at a car garage. It was massive. Like it was like, uh, what? How many cars could eight car garage? You know nice. what I mean? Like it was massive. And I was like, oh, I'll do it with marker, and the guy laughed at me. He's like, no, like do it with spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Be here for days. Um, yeah, months. Like seriously. <laughs> He laughed at me. He said, do a spray paint. I was honest. I'm like, I don't know how to do spray paint. He's like, well, buy it and see, you know, what happens. He just took a chance on you. Yeah, and he did. And uh, it turned out amazing. And then, like, from there on end, it's just, like, every car garage is kind of wanting my style in there. Wow. So yeah. you, you evolving more into, like, working with spray paint? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a nice balance because I'm still – I still have my commissions on the side. Um. So, like, I have the wall arts, and then I also have, like, my canvas paintings that, like, tell life stories. Right. Right now, I'm working on one for a girl in New York, and it's uh, it's her whole family on a on a canvas. It's a four feet by four feet canvas, and, like, you know, there's hypebeast stuff in there, too, and, like, stuff like that. But, like, it also tells, like, a personal story that you wouldn't understand unless you were that person. Right. Yeah. Because you mentioned, like, you did your first mural. Like, back in Toronto, like, there's tons of those everywhere ottawa there's a lot popping up too but like how would you like are you trying to like get more involved with that like in the city doing stuff on walls and like bank street there's a bunch you're trying to get more involved with that because there's only a few people it's a small market for that here yeah yeah uh it's growing slowly right like i'm uh taking job for job kind of thing um you know this saturday i'm doing a salon on ennis road uh with a marker actually on the wall um but yeah, I, I'm trying to get more involved with spray paint and like expanding what I don't know. You know what I mean? Like learning because it, it's the sixth time now that I've spray painted. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's a learning process. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's just art, though. Yeah. Like you never really learning every day, out. you know, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite part about it? Um, probably that, to be honest, um, learning and connecting with people. Um yeah, because that's pretty much what my art's about is like connecting with people and like telling their stories on a canvas and things like that. Word. Yeah. Word. So kind of bringing like, actually, before I get there, I love your art, obviously. Mm -hmm. People in Ottawa are loving it. You're getting people wanting to do stuff for you left, right, and center. But even bigger than that, people down south of the border, I've heard, are loving your stuff celebrities like young ma i've heard yeah let me know if i'm wrong yeah loves yeah. your art so much that she even copped a piece well i'm sending it to her um i'm planning to send it to her it's at drippy shop right now uh dep okay um yeah but i've talked to them and like uh, i follow her whole gang and like it's a it's a cool vibe for sure i've done some album art for some of her like uh, other artists you know what i mean right right how does it feel to have someone like that just come across your stuff and be like i need that because first off it was a it was a yeah. canvas of her and yeah you your and that, art. that's kind of like how like i started with this pop art stuff like i was like all right so like how am i gonna like do this differently so i did a portrait of young ma and then i did all her lyrics on a canvas and the background is like dripping blood and stuff like you know like yeah. her style and then like right away just blew up from there and like it was like okay you know like i found a connection to my audience you know what i mean and then i did all these like pop star like rap like because like all my a lot of my art is inspired by old school rap and like just the words they use the struggles they've been through um stuff like that you know so is that kind of like was that your business strategy behind this was like maybe if i create pieces specifically about or like on like these different artists like maybe some of them might reach out yeah of course stuff you know like that so yeah. um what is like the business like model behind art because it's tough to like it's weird when you take something like art and then try to mesh it in or mush it in with business yeah how does that work i think it might be different for everybody um so far what i've learned you know is like obviously social media that's like key like it's like a free source of like income pretty much you know you just post and like you try to reach out to people and sometimes you get that that back you know what i mean um business standpoint though is like learning your prices learning who you're trying to target um 
pretty much like that your target audience you got to really narrow down and then like it's it's kind of expanding now like i hit the rap star like kind of thing now i'm hitting garages and i'm really focusing on that i'm also focusing on like i'm doing a custom birkin bag right now like things like that yeah 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 i think uh like to go with the garages like the car hoods that you do and stuff like that's crazy if i see like a car drive by and it's got like graffiti looking art yeah. on the hood i'm gonna be amped up because i know it's from you yeah yeah maybe I one day when i get a one car. actually you know nice how long does that take you um so i finished this girl's hood she owns um a soap company i forget the name of it but uh the hood took me about a day and a half yeah a solid day like 8 a.m to like 6 p.m kind of thing you know wow so how do you like value like your time as well as like the art like how does See, how that's do, the like, problem as an that? artist you know like you love doing it like i don't care if i made money off of it you know what i mean obviously i need to make money because i need to pay my rent and things right. like that you want to live but like initially you should be doing something just because you love it and then you have to learn how to price it for people. And that's so tricky. Like, it's so tricky. Um, nowadays, my art's ranging from 1000 to 2000 Pretty much. For car hood specifically? No, or for, um, like, pretty much, like, my canvas art and car hoods. Like, anything within that size range. Okay. Pretty much, you know? Like, a, a car hood's like a canvas. Right, right. Yeah. Because you go on your website and right now you see you have your stickers, that whole collection, and then you have your prints. Yep. But you also have, there's a tab on your website called, what is it? Child's? Child's Talk. Yeah. Child's Talk. And it just says coming soon or yeah. work in progress. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Can we get a little sneak peek? What's that um, about? So that is pretty much eventually I want to like show how I became an artist and like help other artists grow and not devalue themselves and like maybe skip a couple of the hard times as an artist. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe throw in some of my design skills in there too to help an artist. Like I made my logo, my website. I also make logos and websites for people too, and that's how I pay my bills as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much just like talking about what it's like to be an artist, and here's some tips. So it's going to be like a panel or something or just like one-on-one? Uh, -on -one or Written pieces, pretty much. Written pieces yeah oh, okay cool yeah i used to write pieces for a company in um Cremore and like just talk about their products and stuff like that so i kind of learned how to do that and now i'm gonna apply it to my art oh okay cool yeah you know that's interesting man so like now like would you ever consider <coughs> like leaving the city to go like explore like art scenes in other places or are you feeling really comfortable here i've thought about it uh because like toronto was an amazing experience like um I've thought about it, but I think Ottawa is like a good base because my family's here. I have support here. I'm growing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like wreck that. You know, I want to keep growing here mm -hmm. and then eventually expand out, but always come back, you know? Right. I feel like a lot of artists leave this city and never come back. And I feel like that's kind of why the culture hasn't been growing. But now it is because people are staying here. There's hype be shop opening up you know what i mean like it's yeah. starting to become a vibe yeah 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 i yeah. feel like um people have abandonment issues here because everyone just keeps leaving well that's what i did you know in stuff. high school yeah. i'm like you know i hate all of peace and then i was <laughs> like i came back and i was like wow like people are staying here people are opening shops like it's really nice so covid then like really kind of helped you out because during that time you moved back to the city and kind of realized all this yeah yeah covid definitely helped me out you know i opened my own freelance business you know what i mean like it's um people were looking for like different things other than like a website and stuff you know like during covid like there's nothing to do so you buy art you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> fair yeah fair enough um yeah i mean i kind of like so you've been doing it like for like four years, you said, but like, I feel like it's, you've been doing it since you were a kid. I've been doing art since I was a kid. Um, so I was diagnosed with a brain tumor when I was, um, nine years old and that's where my life changed. Um, right away. Like I was supposed to be blind, like my memory, like lost and everything like that. Wow. And I woke up and I was fine. Wow. All right. So I took that and I was like, wow. 
you grow up really fast when you almost die pretty much you know I what i was going to say you must have grew up quick i did and it was um yeah it was a life changing kind of thing and then i applied that to my art because i wasn't allowed to like go in the yard and like play with the kids you know cuz it was dangerous right so what i did i just drew in my in my desk <laughs> yeah so like i've been doing art since i was 9 years old wow so like yeah. before then you weren't doing it it was like when you had that yeah before i was sick. playing hockey i was just a normal kid you know yeah. what i mean like from rockland you know <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah like wow, you know i was just chilling and then like I don't know. Like, I'm thankful for it. I'm not upset about it. It's um, it's a thankful thing, you know? And that's kind of where, like, I stem off where, like, bad times are not bad if you learn from them. You know what I mean? If you take advantage of them. Right. That's kind of, like, my slogan. In the moment, it seems bad. Yeah. But, like, looking back in retrospect, like, damn, would I even be where I am right now? Like, do you, I like, wouldn't. Exactly. Period. I wouldn't be where I am. I'd probably be... I don't know what I'd be, you know? Smoking cigs, ripping yeah. construction. <laughs> Facts, you know what I mean? And it's kind of crazy to think about that. Like, um, I was the first one in my family to go to university because uh, I had that skill, that um, that talent to create something out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty, like, mature of you, though, for a nine-year-old to really take in all that information yeah. and, like, <laughs> release it through art rather than just, you know... Yeah, I think kind of giving up. I've always had like an old soul, even before my brain tumor. But like when that hit, like I really I was like, whoa, you know, like what am I going to do? You know, I can't go on the trampoline. I can't play soccer like I can't. There's a lot of can'ts. Yeah. And then like as soon as I like figured out that I could draw it, my whole life changed because that's all I did. Wow. I used to do a drawing a day and like. Now it's more spaced out because I got other things like I got projects and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to take your time on things, you know. But when I was first starting out all the way to university, I used to do a drawing a day. Wow. Those initial like drawings and like like art pieces you would create, is that like reflective of what we kind of see now? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. You know, like I'm even merging back into my old style. I used to do oil paintings of people's faces, uh, like high realism and stuff. And right now I'm working on an E.T. painting and it's like fully realistic. Wow. And there's going to be graffiti in the background and a bit on its face, but nothing crazy. Like so that. I'm kind of merging back into my old style, which right. is neat, you know? Yeah. I had to relearn it because it's been a long time. But <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. started like right off the bat with oils. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You just well, said pencil. Fuck it. Sorry. Pencil first. Uh, learning the fundamentals and then like oil painting. What do you what do you like doing the most? Uh, I like doing my marker now, but um, I feel like you keep coming back to that. Yeah, with everything, it's like that's like your comfort zone. It is my comfort zone, but sometimes that's a bad thing. You know what I mean? You don't want to get too comfortable as an artist. Yeah, because if you keep doing the same thing, like you're not gonna grow. And like I'm learning that slowly, and I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do different this time? I'm gonna do a full portrait of ET. And then draw in the background, you know, merge styles, grow as an artist, do something different. So it's not everybody can paint realistic things, you know? Yeah. There are artists like me that doodle. Again, I do it differently in the sense of like how I apply it. But still, it's the same thing. You know what right. I mean? So what is it that, that you would say that really separates you? Uh, really separates me? The use of words. A lot of people just do imagery doodles. So like funny faces and like stuff like that but like what separates me is it flows and it like it's like liquid on paper yeah it's like know? instead of like a picture like tells a thousand words one yeah. word gives you like a thousand visuals in your head yeah. to kind of think of you kind of yeah. just flipping it around and said screw it I'm doing yeah it exactly way. you know yeah i like it man i like so what kind of like because you keep going back to you do your art through words and then you say a lot of your inspiration comes from music so like would that include like lyrics or are you just kind of like oh, thinking yeah, of, of how it makes you feel and that's kind of like going back when i connected to like young ma and stuff like that i was like these lyrics mean so much only certain songs too right like some songs just suck but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know like but like i take songs that where they talk on the mic 
rather than like you know a lot of the current music now uh a lot of old school music for me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i take these lyrics and i apply them to canvases and like they just come out amazing because those words are like right from the soul from these people you know like tupac biggie like um ice cube like all these people like they've been through things and i'm trying to apply that onto a canvas you know right because struggle makes you grow you know and i think that's like my key thing to my art do you think like maybe not even just artists just like anyone in general like without struggle like especially as an artist if you don't like struggle at some point in your career you're never really going to break through that i think everybody struggles in their own way um it might not seem like a big deal to someone else but i think everybody has their own struggles so i think it might be little to you but that's a breakthrough for them you know what i mean it's tough to say how other people are gonna grow you know um yeah i think that's what i would say on that pretty much how do you plan to grow like what what's the next step for you like getting out of my comfort zone which Uh, so like spray painting and like trying colors color is the biggest one for me color i don't understand because like even for us for like editing and stuff like that and yeah just like picking like the right logo for logo like this new logo for this show like trying to figure out which colors work together like i was talking to a friend of mine who's in graphic design as well just like breaking out all the color templates and like the rules of colors and it's a whole other thing man yeah i took a whole year i took color theory but um design i don't mind applying color i'm good at that but um applying it to like a style that started out as black and white i think it's challenging you know and it's such a complicated style to apply like such a complex color theory to it it's very difficult right like and people as an artist i feel like also like my time would be crazy if i like did full color on pieces you right. know what i mean like i feel like i like i don't even know how much i would charge you know yeah and I think that is also the thing that's, like, kind of preventing me from, like, jumping into it. You know what I mean? Because, like, if someone's, like, do full color, I'd be, like, that's $10,000. You know what I mean? Like, jeez. Because it's new to me, and I'm also an, an oil painter, so I take my time with color. You know what I mean? Right. I've only done a couple pieces, and uh, they turned out amazing, but, like, the time, like, it took months. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's, like, when you try to, like, make something so creative a business it's like how do you even like like what's the calculator like like how do you even determine all that yeah and there's many people where they're like oh do the square feet or do what you feel you know but like also people are putting bananas on the wall of a gallery and sold for thirty thousand. you know what i mean like bro man it's frustrating you know that that (laughs) shit actually pisses me off on our other podcast down on the wire we come like we talked about that story and there was also um this other art piece that sold for like dude like 20 something million and it's really just like looks like someone just grabbed a a stripe dipped it in some paint and just whipped it at the wall oh it's probably like uh pollock right jason pollock yeah old yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. (laughs) man you know your shit Mm. (laughs) yeah that guy it's because he was the first one to do it. But I mean, like, come on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> come well, on. that's the thing. And that's what I'm, like, trying to figure out. How can I be the first one to do it? Well, like, your style is very unique. Like, I've never seen, like, what you... Like, I've seen, like, that kind of, like, graffiti, like, cartoon-ish style. But the way that you do it, like, I've never really seen that. That's kind of what got me on to you before you. I even met you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I've been, like, I've been following you through, like, our company account. Just, like, peeping your stuff. Like, yeah, this yeah. guy said... <clears throat> yeah thank you um that's the biggest worry as an artist right is to be different right you want to like apply something different into this world and that's really difficult now uh we live in a generation where like i can see what this japanese artist is doing you know what i mean it might look like mine right but he's in japan yeah before technology you know there might be like 20 inventions that are the exact same but they're spread out so you think it's the first one you know yeah 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 it's kind of like we live in this tricky era where you can be anybody you want to be but everyone can yeah (laughs) everyone that's what makes it tough is like yeah yeah, we have all these great outlets like social media like great we can we're gonna post a clip right now of this interview yeah and 
millions of people around the world can see it. Yeah. But there's also a million other podcasts trying to do the exact same thing. And it's like, how do you stand out? Like, how well, you yeah, stand that's it, right? And as an artist, I feel like the garages are making me stand out. Uh, this whole car scene. My family's always been into cars, too, which is really cool. Uh, like antique cars and like muscle cars. Uh, I used to go to car shows when I was a kid. We'd spend weeks at a, there, you know, sleeping You look there. like a car guy. You know, it's funny. I don't know a lot about cars, but I love cars. Yeah. I yeah. love the car culture. And I'm actually working on a company right now uh, with Lucas at Vogue Motorsports. I did a mural on his wall and we just connected. A little detail for you. Like, it, you'll see it around auto once we, like, nice. show it. Uh, we're doing, like an archive thing for car culture and we're going to make relics for people who like cars. That's all I'm going to say about okay. it. But <laughs> well, when, 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 when can we see this? Uh, probably the end of August. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's so called it's Asphalt project. Archives. Sorry, what's it called? Asphalt Archives. Okay, cool. Yeah. The logo is made. The branding's done. done. Um, I'm working on the content now. And again, as an artist, I'm lucky I can apply something different to what people have already done. Right. You know it's, what I mean? It's tough, like, trying to do stuff <clears throat> that's different without trying too hard to be different. Well, yeah, because you that. don't want to do that either. You know, like, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm trying to be different. You know what I mean? Like, Because that's just being the same as everybody else. Yeah. I think it's important if you just do what you love. Even if someone already has the same style. If you love it, it comes from a different thing. You know what I mean? Automatically, it's different. Right everybody's inspired by something the og doodle artist though is keith herring so like when you got on him was it like after you started picking up like when you were nine years old and you were sick and you started doing your art like is that when you got like did you just draw and then you're like okay now i'm really into this i'm gonna look into the history of it or did you kind of like so keith herring is a he was a was a new york artist he unfortunately passed away uh he was pretty young his whole thing was about AIDS and cause he got AIDS and he did paintings and stuff like that back in the day. And like, he was a huge New York subway artist. Um, I actually only started doodling when I got to university. Oh, okay. I've always done doodles, you know, kid doodles and stuff like that. But like my main focus was like life drawing and like painting landscapes, you know? And I think that gave me a good base to expand cause I did that at a young age. You know what I mean? And then when I found out Keith Haring and his style, I was like blown away because he was able to make this like flow with complicated imagery. Mm. And then I applied that kind of to the Life of Pablo album. It's on my Instagram, actually. Okay, I'll check it um, out. We'll throw up a pic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did like his whole album kind of in the same way, but again, in my own style. So do you like draw? So like through your art, would you say like you draw inspirations from like his kind of style into it or do you just kind of like have your you na name dropped a bunch at the start and i did yeah so right keith herring timothy goodman he's a word artist purely okay. pretty much uh he does imagery too i shouldn't say just words but uh he does it in a very constructive way like there's it's all about purpose for him uh he's a writer as well so i think that applies okay, to yeah. his art really well Makes like he's sense. really good at writing I kind of just do what I feel, you know what I mean? <laughs> but he curates what he wants on that wall, for example, you know, like don't look for love, look for coffee kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like um, there's Timothy Goodman, Keith Haring, um, Mr. Doodle. I've talked to Mr. Doodle. Uh, he's the OG, like silly face guy. You know, he makes like these doodles in like one second kind of thing silly faces like it's all silly about him you know what okay. i mean tokyo loves him like he just sold a painting for 30 million jeez yeah and that's what i'm trying to be you know i'm trying to be up on that level and like doing a birkin is the start of that you know what i mean like doing different things allows you to do that right so is that like like would you like kind of like put yourself as because like you won the award for visual artists yeah. that's kind of like a wide range of different types of things like do you really like because you said you got to find like your specific niches and like get specific with that. So it's kind of like you don't want to like restrict yourself, but you kind of like have to restrict yourself. But you're trying to keep like, how, how does it work? I'm trying to understand how you're trying to like get to the level where you could like sell pieces for millions of dollars. Yeah. But to reach that audience, I mean, I think um, that's tricky, you know, like 
I haven't been there, so I don't know how to do that yet. You know what I mean? Like, but it's slowly growing. Like I used to sell my my giant canvases for two hundred dollars. Now I'm selling them for fifteen hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Um, it's all about confidence of what you think your art's worth. You know what I mean? I could tell someone that's worth three thousand dollars. The next guy's like, oh no, it's worth ten thousand. You know what I mean? So what are you looking for though? Like what determines that? I think how it's different. You know, it's tough. It's a really tough that's a tough topic. What determines the value of art? Some people think it's the size of the piece. Some people think if it's the original. Some people think it's if there's gold flakes on the painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially nowadays, people are looking just for like resin art with Louis Vuitton in the background. You know what I mean? I've done that. I've tried it and I've sold pieces like that. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know why people would want to buy Mr. Doodle's painting for 30 million. Probably because he's famous now. Right. He's famous. Like the guy's got like 1 million followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just gets to a point where the name sells like clothing. Yeah. And he does clothing too and like stuff like that. I think it's like brand exposure. Yeah. Name exposure. Um, he sells his painting at a gallery too. Um, that's also like a prestigious level. You know what I mean? I don't know if I want my art in galleries because they take percentages and I'm not about that. Like you don't deserve that. You know what I mean? Like mm. I'm not, um, it's, that's hard to explain too. You know what I mean? Um, as an artist, you shouldn't be like, allowing people to earn a percentage of your art, mm. you know, unless it's like, for example, my guy in Toronto, he prints out my prints. Well, he earns that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's taking care of that side of the business for me. But like when people are like, I'll promote it for you. That's something I'm learning right now. It's not worth it. You know, especially now with social media, you can just kind of promote yourself. I feel like before <laughs> yeah. like Instagram, like even when Instagram like first started, it was just like really just like stupid stuff on yeah. there. Like, where, 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 where would you go to showcase your art <laughs> the gallery exactly right? so now i feel like yeah it's kind of just open doors with now you can just dm people quickly post stuff you can yeah. really get creative with it you can and that's what i do i'm learning um to all the artists uh in ottawa and anywhere when you post your art send it to people that are following you don't forget about your followers I feel like that's a crucial thing that people sometimes forget about. They try to reach out to these big companies. Your followers are your supporters. Right. You send it to that person and connect with that person and say, hey, you think you could share this with, for me? Of course they're going to share it for you. And then, boom, you get a sale from one of their friends because they love your style. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that right now. I'm learning how to market my art without bringing it to a gallery. So that's kind of like where the whole branding comes in of yourself. It's like, how do you brand yeah. yourself? How, was like, what's the Jordan Childs brand? Like, how do you determine that? Um, pretty much my experience in life. I think um, learning from hard times and uh, appreciating the power in both good and bad times in life, pretty much. Uh, that's my brand. I'll, um, what's the, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You know, you got to appreciate uh, the good and bad times in life. You right. Know? Right. Uh, because I went through something that like changed my whole perspective, like to appreciate like the value of life and how fast it can turn off. You know what I mean? So every day I wake up, I make something, you know, something it's, it's history. Yeah. Yeah. It's that feeling of like you create something is right there in your hands. You could actually feel it. Yeah. You feel good about yourself. Yeah, after. exactly. I like what you say. Like you can't understand the good times until you've like witnessed or been a part of the bad times and sometimes those bad times are really tough but if you have that in the back of your head it's gonna get better you know what i mean do you like through your art like do you feel like it's important to like always do that or do you think if you always try and like what's the word to use here because you don't want to always be trying to like overdo it in messaging I keep art. it in my subconscious. Um, I don't always apply it. Uh, sometimes I just make things just for fun. You know what I mean? That's really important, too. You don't have to have meaning every time you make something. Which, yeah, it's, it's really important. Like, that's where you learn stuff. That's how you experience life. Because, right. like, 
every time I touch a canvas, if I go in there thinking this is what I'm going to make, that's exactly what's going to happen. But if I go in there and say, let's see what happens here, you know, you learn something. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, um, I never connected things on the canvas. I never like touched them together. I did this like I did Keith Haring. I did Mr. Doodle style. You know what I mean? Because that's how I first started. And then I was like, what if I like connect this face and make it not so understandable? Make it not so like so you don't know right away what it is. Right. As soon as I did that, people were like, what is this? You know what I mean? Because they can't understand it right away. And then that's the hook. Yeah. And then once they see that face in there, they're like, whoa, you know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. So it's kind of like I like how you said the word hook because it's almost yeah. like through all like kinds of art, like even though, like you're watching something, yeah. like it's a movie or like a TV show or something, or even you're reading like a, a book. blog, yeah, or an yeah. article or yeah. a book, yeah, a novel. There's a hook. Yeah, of course. So like in your art, do you look at it like that? Like, okay, this is the part of the piece. It's going to be the hook. <laughs> then this is going to be the climax. And then this is going to be the conclusion of it. I look at it as the beginning, not so much the climax and the end of it. Um, Actually, there is an end to my piece for myself. Um, on my canvases especially, I tape off the border. And when I'm done the painting, I peel that tape off. And it seals the art into the piece. Uh, you'll see what I mean if you go on my page. You'll see uh, like a frameless border going around the art. And it just like, that's a personal like finish thing for me. Okay. I love that feeling. And like, it's just, it looks amazing. I used to do my art right off the canvas. And then as soon as I added that like white space around it, it just made it more visually like, whoa, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's all about the hook. You got to bring people in right, in a certain right. way. You know, how do you do that? I guess it's just not making it so obvious. Oh, okay. I think, um, you know, I used to do pieces with like big words in the center and like, it was about trust right away. Like, you know, you see it, you move on, you know, mm. but when you like draw a face and like you can't understand it right away until you stand there for at least a minute and then you see the face, it's like, whoa, what else can I see? It's mm. all about the questioning. Like, it's all about like, what else can I see? Trying to discover more within yeah. the piece. Yeah. The interaction with the person. It's all uh, the interaction. Uh, you want people to interact with your piece in a way where they get excited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we got, um, I kind of want to like, I missed slipping this point in there. I kind of wanted to say, but going back to when we were talking about how you don't want to like really overdo it with the messaging yeah. sometimes, you just want to create stuff for fun. This one interview I watched really sticks out to me because I was listening to, it was an interview with Eminem and he was saying like, he gets roasted a lot because he just makes words rhyme that don't like really rhyme. He yeah. just does it. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's what I do. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm a rapper. I make shit rhyme. It doesn't always have yeah. to have a deep meaning, but I just do it to do it. Do you feel like the evolution of an artist kind of starts with that? You just, you do something cause it's fun. And then you're like, Oh shit, I can do some like meaning behind this. And then towards the end of the career, it's like, I just want to do this shit for fun. And then you just keep doing that. That's kind of what I'm experiencing now. Cause as a freelancer, you got to make, you got to make money to survive. Right. Um, when I was, before I was just like pure freelance, it was like, oh, let's like try something. Let's pour paint on this canvas. You know what I mean? Like you do it out of your passion for sure. Like your heart. And then, uh, it kind of turns into like, okay, how can I curate this? So it's relatable. So it connects with the person. So they question it. And then it's like, okay, you know, like I'm kind of tired of making these pieces. You know, I just want to do something for fun. Like right. this ET painting I'm working on right now. You know, it's, it's for fun. You know what I mean? And then it kind of like, it's a balance. Everything's a balance in life. Right. I've never seen ET, by the way. Really? Yeah. My parents never like, wow. I don't know any of the classics. <laughs> I've never like, never got into Star Wars. Oh e. my God. You never seen oh. Star Wars. I've seen it like now, but like watching it as like a 20 something year old, you're like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel no you. offense to anyone. That's a big Star Wars fan. I, I get into you. it a lot with some of my, you roommate. should watch Star Trek. I like that. Um, the next generation is it's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch <laughs> it. Trust me. Uh, as an you should, adult, you should do, you should do a Star an Trek piece. I should, you know, uh, they talk about like, 
what society is back in the 80s it's actually crazy because like what they talk about is they want like um they're talking about what we want to be now today but they were talking about that in the 80s it's it's just ahead of their time like sexist and like all that like it's okay to be gay you know what i mean like they were talking about that on the show and that was before star wars yeah and like that was a no-no back then you know what i mean and now it's like wow like they were really thinking about the future while they made that show Yeah, that's crazy it's an adult show though it's not star wars is for kids yeah that's why it hooks you though, eh? Because yeah. that, that's the that's the inner artist and in you being like, I want to try and do that. I want to like be ahead of my time. And, like, yeah, kind of you know, like, like that. Exactly. I want to like start a like a, her- a heritage history, like kind of like a foundation to what's next. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess that's with every brand, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I love what you do. Your brand, the Jordan Child brand, is sick. I like looking at the art you have on your Thank page. Thank you, man. Go on your Got check them out. Learning um, how to do that too, man. Branding yourself—that's tricky. I did. I, how do you do it? I thought like you know, I was like, oh, I should do like cool names and like stuff like that. And then I was like, you know what? I'll just stick with my name, stay original. You know, live in my hometown, be who I am. Don't try to be someone else. That Period. sells. <laughs> yeah, that sells, bro. Yeah, people like that shit, man. People like honestly. It's a lot about branding, but it's a lot about the individual. People get behind individuals yeah. more so than brands. Yeah, you like know. Elon Musk to... has way more followers than Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know. People love that. Yeah, Just being yourself. Yeah, man. Cool. Um, Thank you. It was an this. honor having you on, man. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find, find me on Instagram, um, Art by Jordan Childs, and you can find my website. Same, same thing. Word up. Can yeah. we, what can we expect in the horizon? Got any, anything cool? A lot more car stuff and okay. uh, more spray paint, experimenting, trying colors, you know, saying everything that I'm scared of pretty much. <laughs> 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 trying those things, you know? Yeah. All right, man. I'm looking forward to it. We got to have you back on again. You guys just witnessed history. Thank First you, First down the city. Yeah. Let's do it, man. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Peace, guys. Peace.